friends, we want to welcome you to Jerusalem. Welcome to our Passover celebration. My name is Pam. I'm just a humble woman who loves to prepare Passover feast for my family and friends. We thank you for coming to celebrate what God has done for us. He's coming, he's coming. Who, who's coming? Jesus, for some reason, they're yelling Hosanna. He's yelling Hosanna? Yes. Hosanna means Jesus saves. Well, let's go greet him. Let's go. At the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why you are doing this, say, The Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered, as Jesus told them to, and the people let him go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our Father. Hosanna in the highest heaven. She 
Yeah. Oh, it's so good to be here with you guys. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, keep your disciples quiet. Oh, if they did, even the rocks would cry out.
It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have, a who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he finished washing their pee feet, he put, uh, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so. That is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. The next part of the story 
is God's covenant to us. A covenant of, of love. The Last Supper did not take place in a church. In Matthew 26, it tells us that Jesus went to home of a, a home of a man and asked this man if he could use his home. Go inside his house, go to the upper room, and have the Last Supper with his disciples. And Jesus used the food items that were in that house, bread and wine. He used the bread to teach the disciples that one day his body would be broken. He used the wine to teach them that his blood was shed for him. The very blood that is shed for you and for me. We are welcome at the table of Jesus. Every single one of us, no matter our age or who we are, are welcome to feast with Jesus. I want to invite you this morning, in just a moment, we're going to play a song called the Communion Song. And during this time of remembrance, I, I invite you to search your heart. And if you haven't asked the Lord to be your Savior, this time of remembering what he has done for every single one of us is the perfect moment because in communion there is restoration and we all need restoration. After I pray, you can go to the back where there's communion tables. You can get your elements during the song and then we will take them together. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you, Lord, that we can come to your table, young, old, dirty, clean. And Lord, that you have welcomed every single one of us to the table to be with you, to drink of this water and wine and to eat of this bread and to remember the gift, Lord, that you have given for us. Jesus, I thank you for this gift. I thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you gave your life for us. Lord, I pray that during this time that you would speak to our hearts, the Holy Spirit, you would soak this church and that you would draw us closer to you as we remember what you've done for us. We give you praise and we give you glory. Amen. Feel free to get the elements in the back.
When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks. Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Shall we drink? Then he took the bread. He gave thanks. And he broke it. He gave it to them saying, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Shall we take the bread? In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Pray. Jesus, I'm overwhelmed this morning. Taking the communion so many times this morning, God, your Holy Spirit is just speaking to my soul. Lord, I'm so thankful for the blood that was shed for this very undeserving girl. Thank you, Lord, for the, your love that flows out to every single one of us. Thank you for welcoming us to this table so we can partake with you. You are a good God. We love you, we praise you, and we give thanks for you. And everyone said, amen.
Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into, tem into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping, he asked them. Get up and pray so you, that you will not fall into temptation. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way from, from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who, were mourned and wailed, who mourned and wailed for him. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the school, they crucified him there, along with the criminals one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And, and they divided up and is up close by casting lots. The people stood watching and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is God Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There is a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished, we are punished justly, for we are getting out our deeds deserved. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember when, me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. 
And Jesus had cried out with a loud voice. He said, Father, in your hands I commit my spirit. Having said, he breathed his last breath. I'm so thankful that the story doesn't end there. Don't you? I'm thankful that to know on that good Friday when Jesus breathed his last breath and he surrendered his will to the Father, soon and very soon, that stone would be rolled away. And soon and very soon, our Jesus would come alive for he would arise.
Thank you, kids. That was awesome. I have done that song so many times in the last 20 years of ministry, and it still gives me goosebumps every time I get, every time I hear it, every time I sing it, every time I see it performed. It's just one of those songs that gets your goose pimples going all over. I'm so thankful for the power of the cross. And when I hear the words, arise, we have another Arise song. So Miss Christina's class is going to come up and they're going to sing a song for us.
awesome job. Big city kids, come on up here. We are going to close with probably one of the very first songs that I learned when I was this, when I was a little kid. I don't know how, much, how old I was, but do you guys know Jesus Loves Me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Let's ask things nice. You, you guys know Jesus Loves Me? I think that we should end this song with Jesus loves me, don't you think? Because he loves us. This celebration, this sharing the table with him is all because he loves us and we love him. So Pastor Nathan, you want to help us sing? Sure. Jesus loves me this time. Take a bow. Take a big bow. Take a bow. Ready? Woo! Good job. Good job. All right. Well, as we, as we close off our service, we just, uh, again, want to give our gratitude to these kids. Can you guys give them another big round of applause? These guys are awesome. Our goal this year was to take us a little bit on a journey, a journey through Holy Week. And sometimes we get so excited about Easter, which we have a lot to be excited about Easter, right? We serve a risen king. And Easter's, Easter's our deal. You know, it's our big party, right? It's our big celebration. Every Sunday we come and gather together is a celebration of the Resurrection Sunday. So... We just wanted to spend a little bit of time taking you through Holy Week and getting to see what Jesus went through from, uh, from the beginning of his triumphal entry to washing his disciples' feet to the Last Supper and uh, to what we call Good Friday. And so as you go from this place, my prayer is that you would live into this week and be reminded throughout it to journey with Jesus and not to make light of his sacrifice, because his grace is an amazing thing, but it came at a great cost. So would you, uh, church, would you stand as we close our service with just a, a prayer?
Dear Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your willingness to step into this world and to step into our place for the penalty of sin, that we could be forgiven and have the joy and the peace that we have in you. We pray that you would strengthen our relationship, and as we go through this holy week, that we think about you, that we think about your amazing love for us. And Lord, we pray that you would help bring us back together for Easter as we celebrate the fact that the cross didn't have the final word. The grave didn't have the final word. Death did not have the final word, and neither did sin. You are our hope, you are our future, and you are our joy. We love you, Lord. Help us to be a people that live into that. Help us to be a people of hope. We ask this in the powerful name of our amazing Savior Jesus and all God's people say, amen. Well, God bless you this week. You are sent.